Oh, baby. Welcome back to the Talking Sports by the Most podcast. Where we wish we could have had another old baby last week, but we fell one shot short. Fred Couples loses. He comes in second. I mean, he shouldn't say loses. He was, I guess he was the first loser, um, but came in second last week in the PGA Champions Tour um, event. Um, but now we're on to bigger and better things. We're going to be recap or not recapping, previewing the PGA Championship and everything that's going on in golf. Yep, we are now ready for the second major. A year ago, we were driving back from South Bend watching kind of a storybook ending to a career and Phil Mickelson winning the PGA at the Ocean Course at Kiowa Island. And now... You say career ending? No, I said, oh. like, well, I mean, like, kind of like the storybook ending, I said. Like, oh. I don't think anybody thought he probably would win another major, but, I mean, it would be... The cap I would say, because he's not a villain, and his career is not over. And now he's become the biggest villain in nope, golf. Nope, and not a villain. Nobody, he's actually a hero. Nobody's really supporting him at this moment. So, um, yeah, so the PGA, the second major, is ready to start. And what? how much can change in a year? Honestly, a year ago, Phil Mickelson, um, again, just lived out this storybook. He played unbelievable at one of the toughest golf courses in the world, the Ocean Course. How about Brooks Kepka too? Yeah, I bet it's hard to you know when he's on your tail. I mean, I, he's probably one of the hardest guys to to keep uh, uh, you know away in second place when you're. I mean, when he's he's what he was what fifty two or something like that when he won last year. So he's what fifty three or fifty four now. Um, so I mean, that's in of itself pretty crazy. And it wasn't like I don't think it was that Brooks Koepka just didn't play well. I mean, Phil hit some golf shots. Yeah, that final round. I think he ended up only shooting like even par in that last round, that final round. But at one point, I think he was probably like three or four hundred par. So, I mean, it wasn't like a the, the the universe just you know worked out perfectly for him. It was I think Phil just played better than everyone else in the field. Yeah, on a golf course that again, there's kind of danger lurking around every corner at Kiowa, whether it's the water, the alligators, um, the bunkers, the tall grass, whatever you want to call it. I mean, there's a lot of stuff at Kiowa that you can get into. And for Phil Mickelson being kind of an erratic golfer, mm-hmm. <laughs> to say the least, yeah. um, for him to win there, I think, was the shocker. If he would have won at the Masters, nobody would have been like, oh, I mean, it would have been a shocker, or even at the British Open, just because maybe it would have been a dry and he could have bumped and run everything. And But to win at the PGA on that course just seemed really out of the ordinary. So... Now, a year later, well, we got to tell about Phil Mickelson's story in a little bit. But we're going to a golf course, Southern Hills, that the PGA hasn't been to in over 15 years. I was looking at the top 10, top 15 names in the leaderboard, and I don't think any of them are playing anymore, or at least not on the PGA Tour, besides Tiger Woods, who won in 07, I think, at 8 under par at Southern Hills. The golf course has changed a lot. Looks like they took out a lot of trees, kind of like they did at Inverness. Um, there's still a ton of trees on the golf course, but I guess they removed a bunch of them. And, you know, it's obviously the PGA used to be in August when it was held there, which is probably under more humid, hot conditions in Oklahoma. Um, however, I saw in Oklahoma it was over 100 degrees last week. So even in May, it may be a hot PGA, but um, a golf course that no one's familiar with. I mean, I really can't tell you anything about it besides it was the site of Retief Goosen missing one of the most shocking putts in golf to go into an 18-hole playoff. I mean, I don't know what it was, a foot that he missed against Mark Brooks in the U.S. Open and had to go to a Monday playoff. But other than that, 
I don't even remember Tiger Woods winning an 07 really. So um, it's going to be an interesting golf course. I think it's kind of interesting because all these players, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas were there golfing yesterday. Um, a golf course that really no one is familiar with except for really, I think, Tiger Woods. Yeah, because he got the, the uh, he got the, you know, how to play the course by the, from the head pro. So, I mean. Oh, yeah, and then there were a lot of people said about that. But, so. um, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. I think we got four big storylines going into the PGA. Number one, and we'll dissect them. Number one, Tiger Woods. He's going to play. Number two, Phil Mickelson. I guess he's going to play. Number three, Scotty Scheffler going for the Grand Slam. And number four, uh, I'm sorry, for the second leg of the Grand Slam, I should say. And number four, Jordan Spieth, who just needs this tournament to win the Grand Slam, all four majors. And again, anytime he comes here and Rory goes to the Masters, everyone, you know, Phil goes to the U.S. Open, everyone wants to know, you know, is this going to be finally the week that they win that one Grand Slam that they haven't won? So we'll start with Tiger Woods. He's playing. He's got to be healthier than he was. I don't think Southern Hills, at least from what I'm looking like, looks as hilly as a golf course as Augusta National. It's going to be warm. There's no doubt about that. I don't think we're going to have cold weather in Oklahoma. And that all favors Tiger Woods. He's got some competitive rounds under his belt. Has to be feeling better. He won there the last time. I don't know what the rough's going to be like. Obviously, that's everyone's fear. You know, Tiger didn't have to hit out of the rough at Augusta. And I don't know what the rough is like at um, at his medalist or whatever course mm-hmm. he plays at home. Um, but it'll probably be the first time he really puts some stress hitting out of the rough because the PGA's usually got some moderate rough. I don't know what the winning score is going to be, but that's the big storyline. Where do you think and what do you think Tiger's going to do? That's always a tough question for me. Um, well, I, I wasn't what you want to see, yeah. but... Um, I, I don't know if I think he, I don't think he's going to win, obviously, but like I think he can compete without question. I mean, I, at the Masters, he competed and played really well. Um, that first round, that second round, he kind of. I mean, they were tough conditions. I mean, I know I don't remember what he ended up at, but I mean, I was by no means uh, disappointed by his effort at the Masters, um, and I think just more playing, more experience. Um, his legs got to feel better after another two months of, it, uh, I don't want to say healing, but I mean, just getting more accustomed to the new um, life, I guess the new way of golf for him. Uh, so, I mean, there's absolutely no reason not to believe he can't hit the ball around there. Um, and I think it's a little different than the Masters. The Masters is probably a little bit more of a gettable course, um, especially with the way they had it playing <clears throat> two months ago, well, a month ago, I'm sorry. Um <laughs> So, I mean, I don't, I don't know if he'll, maybe like a, if he could get a backdoor top 20, I think that'd be a definitely a, a good week. I mean, if he can, if he can stay in it in the first two or three days, I think that's going to make just a crazy story. Even if he doesn't really do much on a Sunday and stay, that he falls a couple of shots behind from way, um, from the leaders. Um, if he could, if he get in the top 15, top 20, maybe even top 10, I mean, that would be huge for golf, huge for him. A huge confidence builder. I mean, it's not like so. He's it's not like he's coming back from when he was ten years ago, where he had to kind of rebuild his confidence up as a golfer and as a human being. But um, I think it's just the more time he plays, the more experience he can play. Um, I think he's probably had to be a little bit nervous when he played in, in the Masters a, m- a month ago. I mean, just coming back to the professional golf world for the first time in I don't know how many months it was, but like 
15, 16, 17 months. Um, I think it's just more experience. Um, and I definitely don't think, I think he can still win without any doubt in my mind. Maybe not this, uh, not maybe not the PGA, but before he's said and done, I think there's no question he can win another. Yeah, I think it depends on the course setup. I think if 8-under is going to win this year, I think Tiger Woods has a chance to win. If the PGA is going to be soft and easy and it goes to 16-under, I don't think Tiger Woods stands a chance. Um, but no reason why he can't improve on his performance from the Masters. And let's be honest, he's all just gearing up towards a July finish at the Open Championship at St. Andrews where he knows he can win where he knows he can play besides the weather affecting him. He knows that's the course for him. So I definitely think there's no doubt he's um, going to be, you know, the most talked about player. Um, I just think, again, he knows the golf course. I don't know how much it's changed besides the fact that they've manicured it differently. Um, but I think anytime Tiger plays on a course that he's won at, he's dangerous. And again, as he says, he has a lot of courses. Yeah, he's not coming to just finish second. When he goes to a tournament, he thinks he's going to win. I think you got to be a lot more optimistic compared to the Masters. And let's be honest, the Masters, his putting is what let him down. Oh, well, yeah, now that I think about that, he's, he didn't hit the ball bad. I don't know what he shot in the four days, yeah, but yeah, it was but his I mean, putting that just was atrocious. 38 putts, four yeah, putts. I mean, I mean, so again, we're not going to have greens. And the nice thing is, I think yeah, but but also with it being so hot, I think the greens would have to be pretty quick. I think that helps him. Yeah, they should be soft and quick, I would assume, with some humidity. But, I mean, again, I think everyone got caught up in the fact that Tiger shot whatever, 10, 12, 13 over at the Masters, but it really was his putting. (laughs) It was embarrassing. I mean, he'd be the first to tell you. I don't think he'd complain at all how he struck the ball. A couple of drives got away from him, especially considering. But I think that's just the way. I mean, you and I have played a lot of golf. I mean, when you're when you're doing the right things and then you just are, are just destroying yourself on the greens, I think after a while it takes a toll on your, your ball striking. You know, you're going to hit a few bad balls. I mean, I've been there, done that, where you, you know, hit, you know, great shots into three, four straight holes and you just can't, you know, collect a birdie or, or you can't, you know, make your par or whatever you're doing. It just gets frustrating and probably just, you know, take it out on a swing or two. That's not obviously a good result as a of frustration. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting, no doubt. Um, every eye is going to be watching him. Um, but there's no reason why Tiger Woods can't be competitive, have a chance to win. And, you know, again, everybody wants to see it. The ratings want to see it. Golf ratings want to see it. People want to see it. But there's no doubt, um, no reason why you can't make the cut, be competitive, and see what happens and build on the Masters and head towards the Open Championship. So we got some breaking news here that just came out a few minutes ago from the PGA Tour as we go to Phil Mickelson that the PGA Tour sent a memo just about an hour ago to all their players saying that anybody who participates in the LIEB events, the Saudi Arabia events, will face suspension and revoking their PGA Tour membership. Um... So what this has told the PGA Tour players is you have to choose. You're either choosing the PGA Tour or you're choosing the Saudi Arabia Tour. So um, it forces PGA Tour members who've applied, like Phil Mickelson, Lee Westwood, Sergio Garcia, to either play in the LIV event or continue as a tour member under good standing. So um, that's quite a development within the last hour that came out. And speaking of that, at perfect timing as we talk about Phil Mickelson, um, a man who sold his soul to the Saudi government 
Um, all the reports out there in this biography that's coming out about Phil Mickelson, $40 million in debt. Didn't, he couldn't even pay Bones Mackay, uh, his own caddy. And um, now you wonder why he got $40 million from the Saudi government last year. And he's going to have to pay it all back if he doesn't play in all the tournaments. I would just tell Phil Mickelson he probably shouldn't go to the um, embassy in Saudi Arabia. Um, probably wouldn't be a good thing for his health um, because um, I think he's um, he said some things about the Saudi government. And now now it's, it's put up or shut up. These players are either going to say goodbye to the PGA Tour, which they should be hightailed out of here, or um, or they're going to stick with the PGA Tour. You know, Lee Westwood said, what's the difference? Because Formula One has a tournament in Saudi Arabia. I don't think the question is whether or not they have a tournament, I mean, a race in Saudi Arabia. It's the fact that the government of Saudi Arabia is sponsoring this tournament, so this tour. So um, Bill Mickelson, obviously, there's no doubt he's coming back next week. I think he's going to come in. He'll probably answer the questions the best he can for the media. He'll probably say he's got no comment. He said all he's going to say. And then he's going to try to stick to golf. And as the defending champion, most of the <laughs> eyes are going to be Forget on about him. that. Um, and he hasn't played in a long time. His game was not in fine condition when he left. I expect it to be a long, long two days for Phil Mickelson, and I don't think he's going to be able to get out of Tulsa fast enough. And maybe it'll be the last time we ever see him on the PGA Tour because he says he's playing, you know, um, in the first tournament, I think in London the week before the U.S. Open. So, Phil, good luck shooting about 20 over probably and um, more mental distress and maybe goodbye PGA Tour. Yeah, I think it's the right move PGA did. I know it sounds somewhat harsh and, and you should say that the PGA Tour shouldn't really care that they're, you know, they're the best tour. But at the same time, I think it's the absolute right thing. I mean, if you want to go elsewhere, the grass ain't greener, uh, go ahead, goodbye. Um, don't let Dole hitch on the way out. Um, Sergio can go. I guess if Phil wants to go, he can go. I'd rather see Sergio go 100 times out of 100 than Phil. But um, goodbye to anyone that wants to go, at least what Lee Westwood. I mean, if you're really looking that hard for a couple extra million dollars, uh, I guess there you go. You got your million dollars. Go ahead, and I hope you're happy with what you're doing. Um, but I don't know how you could be. Um, I don't know why anyone in their right mind would want to leave the PGA Tour or leave the United States of America. But um, I guess when you get all that money, uh, it just you don't. I, you just say stupid things, do stupid things. I guess. Um, so go ahead, leave. Um, we'll, we'll keep the guys that are on the tour that appreciate what they have. Um, and we'll Let still watch you, the best players in the world. Let me tell you, the best tweet that just came out 32 minutes ago from Fred Couples in capital letters, denied, 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 as the PGA Tour denies everybody's waiver to play on the tour. So without question, Fred Couples has said where he stands, and um, it's the best decision for golf. This country's already messed up enough. We don't need um, a bunch of terrorists to run a PGA Tour players and whoever wants to go go sell your soul to saudi arabia and the dictatorship that they are they murder people they kill people they give women no rights so good riddance to whoever wants to go sergio you had your moment in the sun glad we won't have to see yet another masters lee westwood you know goodbye you know let the Ryder cup those guys are throwing away the Ryder cup chances and if bubba phil kevin non those guys want to go we won't miss you 
um, sayonara. So it's just, again, kind of crazy timing that it all happened just now, but maybe we can finally put an end to this. Let the players go who want to go. Let the players who want to stay, stay. And now it's time just to move on. So um, it's kind of interesting um, that, again, I don't care what anyone says. John Rahm and them said this won't hurt Phil Mickelson's legacy. Phil Mickelson's legacy is forever tainted. And now we're going to see if he sells his soul to the devil by playing um, in this event come June. So going to be pretty interesting. Um, it'll be interesting. Yeah, he got in the event. He's in the tournament. We're, we're going to talk about Ricky Fowler in a second. He's a cowboy from Oklahoma State who's actually in the tournament. So um, anyways, so that's some big news coming out just now recently. And I hope Phil Mickelson the best of luck. Last year, I will tell you what, nobody was rooting harder for Phil Mickelson in the final round of the PGA than me. thought it was a great story. I was pumped, excited. And now, he can just go away and he'll always be remembered as the loser of the U.S. Open. So, goodbye, Phil. Yeah, I mean, that's what I said, so I agree. So, second leg of the Grand Slam, Scotty Scheffler, a Texas guy. Gotta believe Oklahoma, those wins might be picking up. Does Scotty Scheffler have a chance, you think, to win the second leg of the green, of the Grand Slam? I don't know how you can go against, I mean, really not believe that he could do it just because he's done some incredible things. He's had a great season, but I don't know if I really think he'll win it. Uh, he's, he's a little wild sometimes. It's like the wild thing. Just a bit outside. Um, yeah, he can chip he can, with the Yeah, game. without question. I mean, I, if I had his short game, I'd probably be a better golfer, too. I, I wouldn't probably be. I would be a significantly better golfer than I am. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I really think he'll win, though. But obviously, I'm sure he'll be able to put up a good fight. But I think i got to go somewhere else with that. I mean, I think the bottom line is Guy's a great chipper. He's a great putter. Um, he can definitely get up and down from just about anywhere. I just think the, the key's going to be, again, just... I, I think it helps them, though, that, you know, this is a course that not many people are familiar with. You don't know if being a Texas guy, maybe he's played that tournament before. Maybe the Big 12 played it or something, that course. Um, but, again, I think Scotty Scheffler is going to come in under the radar, even though he won the Masters, <laughs> let's be honest. Number one play in the world. Yeah, every camera is going to be focused on Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson, and Scotty's just going to come in and say, hey, remember, like you just said, I'm the number one player in the world. Um, I might have something to say. So I'll tell you what, I think we have as good a chance in a long time to see somebody win the first two legs of the Grand Slam. Um, and then we'll see what he does up at the Country Club in Boston. But I'll well, didn't you, Jordan do that in 15? Two legs? He, Masters and the Yes, US and then he Open. almost won the British Open, yeah. I think, when it was at St. Andrews, if I'm not mistaken. But um, just a few putts went awry, or he might have won the first three. So... Um, it's going to be pretty interesting to see, but I think Scotty Shuffler's got a great chance to win um, this week coming up, and um, it should be interesting to see how, how he ends up playing. And speaking of Jordan Spieth, we said he's the fourth storyline probably of the tournament because just like Rory, anytime he goes to one of the majors that he hasn't won, Jordan has a chance to complete the Grand Slam. I don't know how old Jordan is. Like, what is he, about upper 20s? Um, Not even that, maybe? I mean... To win all four legs of the Grand Slam, he's got to be like such yeah, a 28, 29. young age. I mean, that still would be a great accomplishment. 
I felt like Jordan took a little bit of a, uh, a backwards slide this year. Um, he seemed to kind of, you know, last year kind of found his game. 28, all right, found his game. Sort of kind of struggled a little bit, I feel like, this year. He's back to that goofy swing. But then he went out and won. Um, what tournament? We were listening to it, remember? Um, yeah, he just won a couple weeks Just won ago. a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, it was on, um, what? Uh, Easter. Easter. Yeah. Oh, Hilton Head. He went to Hilton yeah. Head. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, and, and let's be honest. I mean, if you can win a Hilton Head, of course, where... Whoo, yeah, you got to be... I mean, pretty accurate, considering he's sometimes a little loosey-goosey off the tee. Um, that's kind of a, an interesting a thought. So, I think it's great. It's, it's great to see him. It would be great to see him actually contend. Um, it'd be a great story, of course. Like I said, as young as he is, to finally get that monkey off his back, it would be a, a huge thing for sure um, to win. So um, the PGA did release its final field. Those are probably the four storylines that we see coming in. But now we got some players that you probably want to talk about. And I'm going to name a few, and um, I'll let you comment in a few, and I'll comment in a few right off the bat. Keegan Bradley may be somebody to watch. Um, he's played really good the last month. Um, he finished second last week. He's already won a PGA championship. Um, could have won last week. He topped one out of the bunker. Steven's shaking his head no, but I'm telling you right now, guy's playing good right now. Um, you might want to keep an eye out for him. But probably... The, I think he tried to lose last week against Homa on the 18th. Well, I don't know what that shot was. He just didn't... Well, he did that, and then he chipped it like halfway up the green, and then I just didn't understand it. <laughs> I was like... Thinking like he's gonna he's gonna hold this thing out like there's he's gonna get it there and then he chipped it like I do and got it halfway there he left himself with 20 feet like I didn't understand he didn't get it halfway there and then he looked disappointed I'm like you didn't even hit the ball well the name that probably again nobody really talks about but Patrick Cantley might be finally he's struggling he's just so like this it consistent he's like um, Morikawa kind of like they're just consistent they don't I wouldn't really say they're the best golfers in the world but they win because they're just so consistent they hit the ball so straight they don't really get themselves in trouble as much i no, feel he definitely i think got a chance he struggled in the majors actually he's not played really well but it seems like in regular tour events he's just automatic so i think you and i were texting one day and i said you know a couple weeks ago i think after they won in um, new orleans like he's got a chance to uh, there's no doubt he should contend in a major and maybe this will finally be the one that he does. Now, somebody who I'm just going to name his name because, again, he played well last week for a little while is Jason Day. Um, he's had a lot of injuries. Obviously, his mom just died of cancer not too long ago. But he played well in the first two rounds and had a horrendous Saturday. Conditions on that golf course last week were nasty. Kind of just got off a swing. But just somebody to keep in the back of your mind if you see him playing well. I don't know about don't be surprised. What about Tony Fee now? What what why what's what's his deal with getting over the hump you think in a major? I don't know. He looks afraid when he plays and when he gets up there, he, he looks like he gets scared. I mean I don't blame him, but <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, he looks like he gets antsy. A lot of the guys in the tour don't look like they get scared, but he looks like he's one of them. Yeah, and the time that I've seen him play, like when he's up there, he looks like he gets quick, he gets scared, he gets nervous. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are young on the PJ Tour right now that they don't look scared. They do not look scared at the moment at all. I mean, you look at Kyle Morikawa. He's already got, what, two uh, major championships to his name. 
Um, Justin Thomas is someone that he only has one major championship to his name, but I don't think he's a person that gets scared of anything. Brooks Kepka, another person I don't think gets scared of anything. Spieth, I don't think he's really necessarily scared of things. I just don't think he's as cons- consistent. So um, Cam Smith, I mean, I would say he's not really. I mean, he had that iron on the the Masters when he kind of got himself back into it, but I don't think he's someone that's scared. I mean, just came off a Players Championship with victory. Um, he's shown that he's a really good player. I mean, there's just so many good guys that are young that, I mean, they just hit the ball so well. They don't look scared. CBS was really building up Matthew Fitzpatrick last week. Um, again, he contended pretty well. They, um, the golf announcers on there loved him, thinking he might have a chance. And, of course, we were talking about it. Big Ricky Fowler is back. My boy. Um, his game still looks like complete trash. And I think he's going to trash it up at the PGA. He will not make the cut. Um, book it now. Exactly. He's going home set, uh, Friday. <laughs> uh, what about Terrell Hatton? Start might the buses. A, might be a secret surprise in England. Keep an eye on him just maybe. Um, you never know. Max Homa. Um, That's tough. I mean, what about Max? Obviously, coming off a, a week of, of good golf uh, this last week at the what was it, Farmers? It was, uh, they changed it because they went to a new tar- new course. Um, I don't know, it's usually in Charlotte, was um, it the Farmers, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I don't think he'll really win, but I mean, I think he could make the, he'll make the weekend, but. What about your boy Victor Hovland? Everybody wants to see Victor finally. I know, he's not, boy. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. He doesn't look like Victor. No. What do you think about him? Um, I mean, he, he hits them all pretty well, too, but he's short game is his issue. What about Dustin Johnson? Dustin Johnson, man, he's... What, what is up with Dustin in this I game? don't know. He just got married, so he's a newlywed, so he's been busy, I'm sure. I mean, um, I mean, he got busy pretty a few years ago when they had the first and second shit. Well, I'm just saying, maybe even more busy than ever. Um, I don't know what to say about him. He, he kind of strikes me kind of like a Rory as well, um, where it just... If he plays well, great. If not, you know he's got another. He's got next week or something. You know, I don't think he. I don't think it really bothers him when he doesn't play well. It doesn't seem like it doesn't show any emotion. Obviously, everyone knows that. But um, I don't know. I don't really put much stake into him. I don't believe in him. I don't know. I just don't know if he's. I don't know. Interesting. What about a Shane Lowry? No. You're just throwing him off the list already. He can go to Saudi. All right. Let's go with Rory McIlroy. Let's talk about. I really. Played We'd like to well see him play last well. Week. Obviously, he had a great Sunday at the Masters. He hasn't so. won a tournament. I mean, he hasn't won a major, I think, since the PGA at Valhalla. Yeah. Many moons ago. Yeah, since 20, what, 2014? I don't know, but it's been a long time in the dark against Phil Mickelson. Yeah, I think it was. So. I think that's the last time he won. I mean, he won the Bay, he won Bay Hill, he won the players since. I don't think he's won any other big tournaments, so. What? What is, what? Again, you, he's got the world of talent. He's the best driver of the golf ball, and yet he struggles with his weapons. Well, he's game. the second second best biggest or second best odds. So I mean, I, I would definitely think he has a very good chance this week or next week. Well, we'll see. He, he seems to come in, and then something kind of goes haywire, and you just are like, "What's going on?" Joaquin Neiman could be somebody. Feels like maybe he's eventually going to win win a tournament. Um, some sort of major. And then, of course, John Rahm, who is the betting favorite, I think, every week on tour. He just won in Mexico a couple weeks ago. Um, he was the favorite there. He won. 
What do you think about John Rahm's chances to win a PGA Championship? I mean, I, I, it's hard to go against a guy that's, you know, not the best odds to win it, but he's not going to be my pick. Okay. All right. What about Xander Shoffley? Mm, I don't, he hasn't won a major yet, so. And he only had, he's got, like, one victory? Well, he won the Olympics, remember? I know. I'm talking about PGA Tour. Didn't he just win with, um. Two-man that doesn't count. I know, I'm just saying, so... Um, I know. I don't think he's going to win, no. What about Cam Smith? So, yeah. I Masters, like Cam Smith, but I don't I think, think he's going to win. He I think he could definitely get a top five, though. All right, I mean... Without question, I think I see him in the top five, is what I'm saying. How about Sepp Straka? Next question. Okay. Just throwing some new names out there, folks. All right, so let's be honest. The man that I think everybody's waiting to win more majors is Justin Thomas. He is um, a fan favorite. He would do a lot for the game if he won, started going on a winning streak. He just misses too many putts, if you ask me. I've never met anybody who makes putts, but then misses just, he misses short putts. He reminds me of Fred Couples missing short putts quite frequently. He's the man. Oh, baby. So you're going with Justin Thomas? Yeah, Justin Thomas is the guy I'm picking this week. Or next week. God, I can't get the, can't get it right. How about Harold Barner Championship. the third? I mean, I, I root for him. I don't have. A, I, I I would root for him if he got up there. But I don't know if I really ever see him getting up there because he. I just I don't know. I watched that. I watched him get to the seventeenth of the players. He was what four under, or seven under to round one. He was leading. I don't remember what he exactly was, and then walked off with a seven, and that was tough. And then made a bogey or a double bogey on 18, and I was just like, wow. He did all that work, and then it just disappeared. I will say one thing. A name that I'm going to mention, that he's not going to win the PGA Championship, but I do want to say at least he showed that he can actually play golf again was Matthew Wolf. Yeah. I think he shot he was having fun under the first round. He says he's not playing to win anymore, just playing to have fun. I've been playing golf now for almost 30 years, and I don't think I've ever had fun on a golf course. So I give him credit because I don't know how you can have fun in this game, to be honest with you, even if you're drunk. Uh, I, I would disagree with that. I can definitely have fun if I'm drunk. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that's just oh, the way golf pushes a lot of people. If they don't play well, they get to the point where they are playing for fun and trying to play for fun. I've been there, done that, and failed. Yeah, I don't know. I just... Interesting, And then finally, the guy last on the alphabetical list, who, again, has not won on the PGA Tour. You think at some point he's going to is Will Zelatoris. I mean, yeah, he, he's just a guy that's like Justin Thomas. He just misses. He's terrible at the putter. But, yeah, he strikes them all, arguably one of the best in the tour. It's going to be really interesting. Um, pound for pound, probably the best ball striker on the PGA Tour. What I think it's is, also because he weighs 140 pounds, but yeah, that's true. Just saying. I think one of the neat things about golf right now, especially with let's say the PJ Championship this week, is that golf is to me really, really um, diverse right now in the sense that, uh, like, we literally could have named every one of those guys I just named minus one or two, and to be honest with you. Um, it wouldn't be a surprise if they won, if you ask me. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I think there's so many great golfers in the game that have a chance to win every week, and 
I mean, there's names that we didn't mention that have a great chance. I just think there's the most variety in the PGA Tour, at least since I've been alive, where they just, I mean, every every guy in the PGA Tour can win a tournament, can win the majors. I mean, I I really do believe that. I think there's some incredible players. There's guys that are just not afraid. They do not show that they're afraid. They're ready to win every week. I'm not sure how they're like that. I think if I was in a situation, I'd be so nervous. Um, I just don't get it. But I mean, there's just props. Give props to those guys that um, they got to they got to start their career somewhere, and they really believe that when they step up to a major championship with all those guys, they think they can win it just like anyone else. So I, I just think golf's in a great place, even with the Saudi tournament, Saudi league trying to butcher the PGA Tour. It'll never happen. Yeah, I mean. Whatever is going to happen is going to be interesting, but um, I think it's going to be kind of fun, though. One thing, too, ESPN, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I guess they're going to have um, every day of the four rounds, because they have four-round oh, coverage, ESPN Plus? they're going to have the uh, mega cast, um, the Manning cast, and oh. Joe Buck's going to do it. And they just released the names of the player, the names of the guys who are going to be on the show with him. They got um, ESPN caddies going to be on there, Troy Aikman, Charles Barkley, Peyton and Eli, Josh Allen, Doris Burke, Fred Couples, John Hamm. So some pretty big names going to be with the Manning cast. Well, so Fred's not in the field? Cast. Fred's not in the oh. field, but he's going to throw in some good ones. I know one thing. I'll be watching him just to hear what he's got to say. It's going to be really interesting. And one more thing before we talk about our bets. Did you see on Facebook, on Twitter, um, the guy that lost his, I thought this would have been a great thing for our fantasy league because it wouldn't have been that bad. But the guy who lost his fantasy, finished in last place, had to go through U.S. Open sectional qualifying this past week. Um, and he shot some really bad <laughs> scores. Um, but I don't know, if you get a chance, people, look on Twitter. Um, I wish I could find it right now. But um, it was just funny that he, um, I'm looking to see U.S. Open fantasy football if I could find it. Yeah, so this guy, he was being forced to embarrass himself at a U.S. Open qualifier. He, he shot, um, the par was 72. Um, listen what he put. He put, played on the U.S. Open local today, teed off on the first hole. One of my playing partners wasn't there. We wait a minute, get the word he's on the wrong tee. Comes over to hole 10, hits a shot 10 feet, 5 over after 2. His caddy looks at us and goes, we're sorry. He lost a fantasy football bet and his punishment was to play. Um, people were mad at him. He ended up shooting 112. Pretty respectable, right? 50 over par. Um, so he um, that was the big story on Twitter today. Um, 40 over par. 82, 92, 102. Okay, well, 40 over. I mean, still pretty bad. Um, but well, Give him some respect. They're 50 over. Sorry. But You've come pretty close to scores like that. Okay, but I haven't. That's the key. Sorry. Hey, you're a guy that believes in all that matters is pretty close, so. Well, anyways. So, um, kind of interesting. So, next year, whoever loses between you and I have to go to U.S. Open qualifying. I, I'll do that. I'm not going to shoot 112, I can tell you that. Oh, God, 113. Anyways, all right, our picks. Um, give me, um, I'll give you my picks, who I think are going to contend. Um, and who I think ends up winning. I mean, you're crazy. J- Justin Thomas has to contend. He's too good of a player not to contend. Um, I, I think, again, I just I think Justin Thomas is, is going to be there. There's just no doubt about it in my mind. 
I think Brooks Kepka is going to have a chance to win. Um, no doubt in my mind he will. And finally, my winner, Scotty Scheffler, wins the second leg of the Grand Slam, and he will go to the U.S. Open in Massachusetts with the chance for three legs of the Grand Slam. I don't think I'm really going far out on a limb there, but um, I'll take Scotty Scheffler over everybody to win the, the PGA. <clears throat> so I got to mention a few guys that I like, but um, I think Rory will will be in the top five. Um, I have Justin Thomas winning it all. Uh, I think Jordan, I would like to see Jordan Spieth, you know, give it a good run. Um, Cam Smith. So, I mean, I'm picking some of the top players in the world, so it's really going out on a limb on here, going ballsy and picking those guys. But, um, yeah, I think those guys are going to compete well. I think of Justin Thomas. I would like to see Justin Thomas win. I think he can win it all. I think without question he's one of the best players in the world. When he's playing well, he's probably the easily top two, top three-plus players in the world. And if Tiger can finish in the top 20, top 10, that would be a pretty darn good week for him. I think everyone would be happy about that. So. Yeah, I mean... And Ricky Fowler is going home Friday. I just think that... 36 holes is all he's playing. The PGA usually has the best field of the year. Um, and um, and I just think one of the big... One of the guys... I, I don't think it's far-fetched. I don't think you're going to have to go way down the list in the favorites list to pick who wins. One of the people who are favorites going to win. There's no doubt about it. And I think Ricky Fowler, after this week, after he misses the cut, loses his title, and he will just be known as Little Ricky Fowler. No, he'll always be. So, that's big, where it stands. Little Rick big misses yet another Rick, cut. Rick. So, Ricky, we love you. We want to see you. Big Dick Rick. Anyways. Going on Friday. I think Rick missed the cut. But let me say this. If you want a story that could rival Tiger Woods winning, Ricky Fowler returning to golf, winning on Sunday. Oh, yeah. I mean, if he could just give it a good run. For sure. And, and, and lock in some more starts to the PGA Tour coming up, that'd be probably a pretty eventful good Rick, week for him. For you, no, man. no. You're going home no, on Friday. He's still growing. So um, he's he's out, folks. The name is still growing. Big Dick Rick is he's, he's back. Anyways, that's where I stand. So let's hope we see a great story um, at the PGA. We'll be back the week after the PGA to give you a roundup of what happened. We'll also catch up catch up on all the other sports out there. There's news and sports every day, but we'll get you updated in just over a couple weeks with all the latest. So enjoy the PGA.